Paul, if you would like to slip me some money, yes, I will totally blow this lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what my sponsors say about that. Okay. My sponsor might also be Geritol. Your this sponsor, uh, Cardigan. <laughs> I, am in, I am in the pocket of Big Cardigan. <laughs> That's very true. I wish I was in the pocket of Big Cardigan. Uh, question, <laughs> question number one for you. Oh, man. Could I get some sweet cardigan money? <laughs> cardigan pocket. Can you see, it's like- so comfy. <laughs> it's just so comfy. <laughs> That's why I wear them. That's why it's just like a, it's like just having a big warm hug all day long. Let's get trivial, trivial. I wanna get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is episode 48 in which. Monica and Paul uh, do a podcast. It's the same as all the other ones. Yeah, nothing's nothing's changed except we're in the same room together. We're in the same room. Hi, <laughs> I'm looking at I you. I can I can see her right over the pop screen, <laughs> rising over that pop screen like an <laughs> angel. How are you doing today? <laughs> Angel Monica, <laughs> get back down to earth. I went to karaoke last night. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm still in the mood. I got uh, a nice Snapchat of uh, Monica's friend Andy singing some Barry Manilow last night, and that was <laughs> epic. <laughs> epic. I believe Andy is ready to take that chance again. I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, the tournament finals are set. It is going to be Saturday, March 10th at the local 907 in Renton. And we are going to be allowing 20 teams. So, if you are in the top 20, we did the count. We looked at the table situation. We think we can fit 20. Oh, wow. It might be a little cramped for some teams, but we want to at least offer out to 20 and then... Last year, a couple teams couldn't make it when we did it for 15. So we have a feeling that maybe a couple teams don't make it, but we want to, uh, we want to try to get as many teams there as possible. So mm-hmm. we're going to cut it off at 20. So go to that leaderboard on quizfix.net and uh, see where you are. We are starting week five tonight at the Skylark. So get out there and get your teams cracking. It is. Over halfway, right? It is over halfway. Yeah, we're at, uh, and we've got a lot of new teams. It's just going to be very exciting. We got teams coming to weird places and and playing and winning, and yeah, it's going to be a, a different situation this year. So we're looking forward to it. The last one, I secretly uh, picked who I thought was going to win. Oh yes, and I was right. Okay. And I got a new secret pick already. All right. What we need you to do is seal that in an envelope, <laughs> date it, seal it in an envelope, and we'll open it at the finals. Okay. And then uh, uh, I don't know what will happen after that, but but we'll I'll see if you're right. I'll just show it to you and you'll say, oh. You mm-hmm, yeah. were right on. Um, hey, let's get a Habs update how are your habs doing
not oh, good. Oh, no. That's sad hab not face right there. Good. Sad hab face. I watched a game last night, and they were just missing so many opportunities, mm. and it was sloppy. The other team uh, scored a goal, I think, in, like, the second, like, end of the first or beginning of the second period. And then we get to, like, five minutes left in the third. And it's like, it's now or never, guys. This is your chance. And the other team scored again. (laughs) And the worst part about it is that it was a really good goal. Like, the guy, the puck went past the goal and the guy like without even looking flipped the puck backwards oh wow and then somebody hit it in like he flipped (laughs) it backwards without even looking at it to his teammate who hit it into the goal and i'm like globetrotter situation it's like oh that was really good oh no you're reliving a sad hab moment but I'm really excited to go and see them. I know. Take on those golden knights. They're going to lose. So bad. <laughs> but you're going to have fun anyway. Yeah, I am. And hopefully a UP selfie. I'm still hoping for a I'm UP picture. I'm hoping for it too. Yeah. If it doesn't happen, I'm just going to Photoshop it and pretend that it did. I'll take either one. I won't know the difference. Because <laughs> your, Photoshop, your Photoshop, Photoshop skills are that good. <laughs> Um, well, this is our first podcast of the month. So for the first of the month, we've started a new thing this year. Our first of the month will be two lightning rounds and a, an audio round challenge. Mm-hmm. And we're keeping uh, the scores for the year, which I believe oh, yeah, I have it Monica somewhere. is ahead after month one. It's true. I did win last month. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what I saved that under. <laughs> How about Monica is a winner? <laughs> Monica, like every document. <laughs> Monica's the winner, winner January 2018? Hmm. I don't know. I'll find it. All right. But yes, I believe you are ahead in the standings right now. So this is uh, my day to catch up a little bit. So let's go ahead and get into the podcast. Oh, here it is. It's called Podcast Running Score. Ah, that's a good name for it. You have nine and I have 12. Okay, 12 to nine, Monica's lead. So let's get into it. Now it is time for lightning round number one. Number one. I would like to know what you were going to ask me about in this lightning round. Uh, I wrote questions about game show scandals. Ooh, I like it. This is the lightning round that I actually had thought about. Yes. Are you revealing something right now? Number two. (laughs) I've totally forgot that we were doing two. So. I wasn't going to say anything, I'm but I was going to tell first. everybody okay. in person that you had done that. Uh, my round for you is a special round. The first one is mm-hmm. because this week marks your one year anniversary of hosting quizzes for Quiz Fix all by yourself. This was the first week. Uh, it was February 3rd, 
2016 when you uh, first started hosting quizzes at the Blue Grouse by yourself. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's been two years? Two years. Where has the time gone? I don't know. Yeah. So I went back to that quiz and pulled five questions from one of the rounds you asked. So let's see oh my how you did. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be bad. <laughs> These are five questions about redheads. I totally don't remember this at all. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. Here we go with lightning round number one. What was the first game show in the 1950s that was accused of being rigged, which made Congress pass an amendment to the Communications Act to prevent it from happening again? I think that's the one in the movie Quiz Show. I think it's called 21. It is. Yay. Question number one. Who helped lead Russia's October Revolution of 1917 and became the head of the Russian government until his death in 1923? And apparently, a ginger. Oh, uh, is that Lenin? That is Lenin. Very <laughs> right. well done. Thank so you, you remember Fremont things from statue. two years ago. What's that? <laughs> I said, thank you, Fremont statue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. For those of you who aren't in the Seattle area, there's a big statue to Lenin in Fremont because it's Fremont. <laughs> also, I will add that uh, when my sister was in her early 20s, she dated a man in his like mid-30s. Okay. Went to his parents' house for dinner. And they were talking about Lennon, and she's like, oh, yeah, the Beatles. <laughs> well, she tells me that as like a cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when they're talking about the communists. <laughs> I think it was more like, don't ever say anything at all. <laughs> don't ever say anything. Just nod. Let the adults talk. <laughs> Number two for you. During the holidays of 2012, Renee Durette was denied a win at Wheel of Fortune for apparently using a vernacular to pronounce what Christmas song lyric? So she didn't win because she pronounced it wrong? Yeah, they claimed that she used a vernacular. Um... Okay. But she totally got it right. Uh, would this be something like... Um, I'm just going to guess. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town? It's like that. Okay. That was my guess. But it's seven swans a-swimming, uh, is what she said. And she didn't say swimming. But right before she solved it, she asked for the G. So yeah. she knew the G was there. Right. But she said swimming. But she said a swimming. She's like from Florida, so she kind of had a southern thing sure. going on. Sure. And they were like, no. Oh. And she would have won like a bunch of money. Oh. Uh, here's question number two for you. In the Harry Potter universe, who is the oldest of the Weasleys, uh, of the kids, who, wor- who works as a curse breaker for Gringotts? Mm. 
of the children. I thought it was Bill. Is it not Bill? I'm guessing just, Bill. I would go with your first guess. It's Bill. I'm You're, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought he was the dragon one, though. Oh, maybe in the in the in the between the books and the movies they give him a more exciting job, but in the books he's he's a curse breaker uh, oh, for Gringotts. Then that's not the dragon one. Oh no no, you're thinking of Percy. No, Percy's the douche. You're thinking of Bob. Is there a Charlie? There is a Charlie. I think it's Charlie does the dragon. There's a lot of Weasleys. Yeah, There's have you seen any Star Wars? I have not. Well. Oh, this guy was also in The Force Awakens. Did you see that one? Yes. By the way, that sound was everybody turning off the podcast because I haven't watched the new Star Wars movie. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, the, he was in both of them, the new one and The Force Awakens. He's like a general guy. And he's super redhead, and I call him the evil Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> The Gong Show was canceled by NBC in the 80s. Host Chuck Barris appeared in the last episode as a contestant to perform what disgruntled worker anthem? Would that be Take This Job and Shove It? Yes. Ah, the Johnny Paycheck classic. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Well, that's uh, the singer's name was Johnny Paycheck, and his that was his... I think pretty much his only hit. Well, with a name like that, like that's it. Take this job and shove it. You can do that one, and you yeah. can do like that sixteen times. What or do whatever. you get? <laughs> yeah, that one you Another can day older too. and deeper in debt. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, question number three: Who was known as Detroit Red while bootlegging whiskey in the forties? Before becoming a major civil rights leader in the 60s. I cannot see Martin Luther King bootlegging. So I don't want to say that. Wait, what was the red part? His uh, hair. His hair is red? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That is Malcolm X. He has red hair. He has red hair. How am I supposed to know that? Everything's <laughs> in black and white. Well, if you've ever seen the movie Malcolm X, they have dyed Denzel Washington's hair red. He had red hair? Yeah, he had red hair. My God, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was totally going to guess that. <laughs> well, now you've learned something again because you did ask this question two years ago. Shut up. <laughs> 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 I'm sure I was just too nervous about hosting for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't retain it, any knowledge. Exactly. It just went right out your head. Yeah, I was probably shaking in my boots. Yes. Take this job and shove it on. Four. In a 1997 episode of Pictionary, Eric Estrada celebrated a win with an enthusiastic fist punch, which accidentally went into the nose of what comedian? Oh, wow. Who did Eric Estrada punch on Pictionary? <laughs> oh. All right. What year was this? 97. Okay. So, I'm. it's 97. I'm Eric Estrada. I, I'm 
at least 10 years past chips. Um, I haven't done much, but I'm on this game show, so I've got a job. I'm getting I'm getting some cash. I'm very excited. I'm maybe a little enthusiastic. And, oh, man, I just I drew something, and they guessed it, and I turn around, and I punch Louis Anderson. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> Actually, it was Bill Maher. Oh, Bill Maher. <laughs> I'm sure he deserved him. it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about Eric Estrada is I like to call him Erica Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> so you make him female and Italian, which is really nice. <laughs> I am Erica Strong. Like, if for some, like, if he was trans, like, such an easy change. Don't have to change one letter of your word. Just, <laughs> just, just shift. Spacing. It's just a shift. <laughs> just a decimal point. Uh, question number four for you. Redheaded Sarah Ferguson is the former wife of Prince Andrew. What was her title when they were married? Hmm. Was she the Duchess of York? She was the Duchess of York. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So delicate with your answers. Just working through. Well, it's embarrassing if I don't get them because I read them two years ago, apparently, and I do not remember. Well, I'm not going to remind you of that. Oh, yeah. No. I already have, like, three (laughs) times. Uh, This is your last one. Okay. Patrick Quinn won $58,000 on Super Password in 1988. I love that show. It was later revealed that this was a pseudonym. His real name was appropriately Terry D. Ketchum because he turned out to be what? Terry D. Ketchum? Ketchum. He was a bank robber? Mm-mm. Okay. He was a fugitive. Oh, okay. From, what was he doing? Uh, he actually faked his wife's death to get insurance money. <laughs> and he claimed, so the reason he got caught was because he went on the show on TV and sure. somebody recognized him. Sure. And they're like, hey, catch him. Catch him. <laughs> and they <And> carry him <laughs> away. <laughs> And uh, he claimed that the reason he went on the show was to show that he wasn't this horrible guy that everybody claimed that he was. Yeah. So he wanted to, like, win and, like, be this uh, appealing person on television and show everybody that he wasn't a bad guy. And it's like, well... You got caught. <laughs> you know what reverses and they didn't, faking he, your own death? <laughs> a win on Super Password. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> but um, he actually got... So somebody called the cops, and the cops called the TV show or whatever. God. And said, hey, this guy's a fugitive. And they're like, okay, well, he's going to come in at this time to get his money that he won. So you can come in and arrest him then. That's what he did. He came in to get his money, and they're like, you're under arrest. You know, he makes the guy that stole the money from Subway to go eat at Potbelly's that we (laughs) talked about last week look like a genius. (laughs) At least he got a sandwich out of the deal. This guy was like, oh, yeah, I'll just go in and get the money. It's like, okay, uh, nothing, no one will be waiting for you when you're here. Nope, nobody. 
I'm going to give you question number five now. Last one of the round. Number five, singer Mick Hucknall is best known not only for his red hair, but his 1980s hit, Holding Back the Years. What was the name of his band? Holding Back the Years. Boom, boom, boom. I don't know. Wasting all the dreams. I don't know this one. Okay. His band was called Simply Red. Simply Red was the name of the band. Uh, How did we do? Uh, It looks like you only got two. And you got one, two. uh, You got four. So, well done. You only missed the Malcolm X one. I missed the Malcolm X and the Simply Red. So, I got three. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Yes, you got three. I mean, you're right. I got four. Yes. Well, of course. (laughs) You've asked these questions before. So, of course, you got them all right. I wasn't going to remind you of that, but now I did. All right. Two to three. All right. That is lightning round number one. All right, for lightning round number two, what is your subject for me? So, I googled stupid trivia. Okay. And I came up with five questions in about five minutes. All right, and this is on, <laughs> the subject is stupid trivia? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm going to crash and burn at this. <laughs> I can figure that out right now. Uh, yours is about a man whose birthday is today, as uh, this gets released on Monday. Uh a man named Christopher Guest. This oh, is his okay. birthday. So a little bit about the actor, director, Christopher Guest. Um, I will go first this time. All right. Here we go. Question number one. One of Christopher Guest's early memorable sketches was with the National Lampoon Radio Hour, in which he played what children's television host interviewing a bass player? Mr. Rogers? It is Mr. Rogers, and it is singularly one of my favorite, is it favorite really things. Is that funny? I will play a clip of it uh, right here. Oh, good. We're going to talk about your bass and, and how big it is and things like that. It looks like a violin, but it's bigger, isn't it? It's a hell of a lot bigger. Can you say... Violin's a little wimpy thing. Can you say wimpy? Wimpy. That's right. Wimpy thing. I like the way you say that. Did you know that? I do now. The hell, you're easily amused, aren't you? I say wimpy, wompy, wambly. I know what you mean. Hilarious. <laughs> okay, the number one for you. In the late 1920s, who arranged 200 golf balls in neat rows in the hollow of a fallen tree at a public golf course in Winnipeg? Give me the year again. <laughs> the 1920s. In the 1920s, somebody arranged a bunch of golf balls in a hollow tree in Winnipeg. <laughs> That's it? Yep. That's some stupid trivia. <laughs> when when you went looking for stupid don't, trivia, don't you overthink found it. it. Don't overthink it. D- d- t- read this to me one more time, because <laughs> this is confounding me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. In the late 1920s, okay. who arranged 200 golf balls in neat rows in the hollow of a fallen tree 
at a public golf course in Winnipeg. I, I don't know why this why you think this is obvious. Is it is it uh Charlie Chaplin? I have no idea. It's a gopher. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Did you say a gopher? <laughs> wow. It says a gopher in the mistaken belief that they were eggs. It would make appetizing wintertime eating. <laughs> <laughs> Which, how do they really know what that gopher was thinking? All right. You know what that means, the gopher question means. What? Caddyshack is a documentary. <laughs> the only way they got those golf balls out of that tree was to blow it up. <laughs> By the way, people who play in the Seattle area, if I have to go through this, you may have to go through this during this week of quizzes, so take notes. Uh, Question number two for you. Rob Reiner directed This is Spinal Tap, considered the first of Guest's mockumentaries. He also directed Guest in what 1992 Best Picture nominee in which he played an army doctor? Ninety-two army doctor. I don't know. Um, Rob Reiner. He directed. Top Ryan, my question. <laughs> Same movie name. Let's Stripes. Do it. No, it was a few good men. Tom Cruise and Demi Moore and I never would have gotten that. You can't handle the truth. All right, ask me your next stupid question. (laughs) (laughs) I barely even read these. What did the Apollo Eight astronauts use to fasten down tools during weightlessness on their 1968 moon orbiting voyage? Hmm. I really want to say it's an inanimate carbon rod, but it's not. <laughs> Stupid rod. Um. How about duct tape? No, it's silly putty. Oh, okay. Uh, question number three: What is the name of the group in a mighty wind? Played by Guest and his fellow Spinal Tap members, Harry Shearer and Michael McKean. Oh, man. I don't remember. I don't remember. What is it? The Folkmen. The Folkmen. Their big hit, Old Joe's Place. (laughs) E-A-O's. So folksy. Number three. Several American zoos have put up signs indicating the most dangerous animal in the world. Where are they posted? Uh, at, in, in front of the bathrooms for like humans. Humans being the most dangerous animals. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you okay. because they're posted in front of mirrors. Oh, okay. Which would probably be in the bathrooms at yeah. a zoo. Okay, I'll take that one. 
You get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Question number four. Christopher Guest is married to what Scream Queen actress? Jody something? Is it Jody something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first letter and you got two syllables. Yes, you're you're in the ballpark. Yeah, but you're still like trying to find your See, seat. This is like how I get somebody else to come up with an answer. You're yeah. You you lean over and go. It's like Jody something. <laughs> and then they are like, oh, oh, do you then? mean the answer? Yeah, and you're and like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yep, exactly yep, what I was. That's it. That's a helpful. It's a helpful thing. <laughs> is it Joni? No. Oh, fuck. What is it? <laughs> it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, Jamie that's what Curtis. I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> the words would not come. <sighs> Just like a gopher. <laughs> Gophers. Uh, number four. Yes. Who was featured in the Playboy Centerfold when the magazine made its debut in 1953? That was uh, Marilyn Monroe. It was. Ah, that's a good one. Uh, Question number last one. Question number last one. Uh, During his one season on Saturday Night Live... Uh, this was in 1984. Christopher Guest was most often paired with what actor and comedian in a sketch called You Know What I Hate? And I'll give you this much of a hint. It was this actor and comedian's only season two. This was a, oh, bad, really? a bad time in the uh, in the era of, of uh, Saturday Night Live. He was a stand-up comedian, probably better known as an actor now. Hmm. I kind of remember that sketch. Yeah, they would talk about like, yeah, you know what I hate? I hate it when you have a hammer and a nail and you put the nail in your nose and then you hit them. <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. You know when you have those little statues of the Statue of Liberty, those little tiny ones, and you, and you accidentally sit on Oh, I hate it when I do that. That was a big playground thing we used to recreate. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember it was Billy Crystal. Oh, Billy okay. Crystal, Mr. <laughs> Crystal. Yeah. Was that? It, you know what I hate? I hate it when I get questions wrong. <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> I hate it when there's gophers in my my questions. <laughs> oh, I hate it. All right, you got one more. Okay. What is the highest letter rating? Given to a top quality diamond. Ooh. I will guess it's an A of some sort, and I will guess uh, I'm going to go with probably too many A's. I'll go with three A's, triple A. It is not an A. Oh. <laughs> wait a second. Let me guess another one. Is it a B? No. Oh, wait. I've got. 24 more guesses. <laughs> it's D. D for yeah. diamond. Oh, mm. I'm going to remember that, though, because a D for diamond. Yeah. You got the big D. Um, all right. <laughs> Don't say that to anybody. Why? What does that mean? 
You got the big D. No, seriously, what is that? Um, you should ask your mom. Let me give him a call. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> hey, this is Paul. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, listen, what does it mean when I say give him the big D? The big D. Oh. Okay. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> I'm not going to ever say that again, okay. except to, to my mom. <laughs> yeah. All right, the you've perfect got... perfect person to say it to. You got... Wait a second. You got one. You got one. I only got one? You got Mr. Rogers. Oh, man. Yeah. You got two. Wow, I got two of the stupids. It ties it up. <laughs> yeah, it's tied for Thank God. Thank God. All right. That was the end of, of love, the, the lightning round number two. I know what you mean. It's like the other day, huh? I had nothing to do. So I grabbed one of those um, meat thermometers. Yeah. And I shoved it into my ear, you know, just to see how far in I could get it to go. Well, it only went in about three inches. So I took one of those um, ball peen hammers. Right. And I gave it a few extra whacks. You know, boy, is that painful. Ooh. Ow. Ow. You know, this was another hard one for me because there's so many songs that have to do with the subject, and I was really struggling to figure out where your era sweet spot is. Yeah. So it's all over the map. So I tried a bunch of different things. So hopefully, and I mixed them up. There's some drugs and some alcohol. I had a hard time with this one. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're doing an audio round challenge about drugs and alcohol songs. Mm-hmm. We just started chatting about it before we <laughs> introduced it. Yeah, you had a tough time with this one too? Yeah. Yeah, what was tough about it for you? Um, I don't know. I just I couldn't really think of any. There are so many. It's oh. almost overwhelming. I've done this round before, uh, I think a couple times, because you can just keep switching the songs. I think I've done an all drugs one, an all alcohol one, an all beer one. Also, I, so many. a lot of them I found were like, I wanted it to be more like funny or fun. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are like, if you take drugs, you're going to die. Yeah. Like, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. It's like, well, then why does everybody do them? <laughs> I don't think they're having that bad of a time. It's a bunch of cautionary tales by guy, uh, from people who, who are, who do are doing... Too yeah, much. exactly. It's like the scene in Walk Hard with Tim Meadows. Like, this is marijuana. You don't want any part of this, do we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to get addicted. It's not habit-forming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to hear your songs first or do you want to play for me first? I'll play for you first. All right. One point for title, one point for artist. Here we go. Songs about alcohol or drugs. Like a rollerblade into my back in my school for days. And when I'm open, great, I'm a go for broke, no okie doke. For soap. Am I supposed to choke? Had an accident when the chosen broke. Oh, poor baby. Born by lady. Now I'm paying child support. It's your baby. All right. I think that is Busta Rhymes. No. It's not Busta Rhymes? Mm -mm. Well, then my guess for the song is going to be completely wrong. Uh, wow. I'm surprised that isn't Busta Rhymes. All right. Then I'm, I'm completely stuck. The song is called Purple Pills. Okay. And it was by an 
a group kind of created around Eminem. Was that D12? D12. Oh, okay. All right. I thought it was Busta Rhymes, everybody. <laughs> I'm cool enough to know who Busta Rhymes is. I'm old no. enough to know who Busta Rhymes is. All right, here we go. Sounds really familiar. It was a big '90s alternative radio hit. God, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. All right. Well, the band is called the Dandy Warhols, mm. and the song is called "Not If You Were the Last Junkie on Earth," <laughs> <laughs> which, of course, is in pure '90s form. is a, is a long song title that uh, never gets said in the song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, we're off to a rip roaring stop. Buster rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was Buster rhymes. Are you going to give me problem? Uh, oh, Buster. did I say it in the wrong vernacular? <laughs> That's his actual name is Buster. You can't you can't have that er at the end of your name like that? Yeah. You got to change it to an Buster. A. <laughs> yeah. What was his parents thinking naming him Buster? <laughs> Okay, ready? I am. You're definitely going to get this one. Okay, good. I'm good at repairs, and I'm under each snare, intangible. Bet you didn't think, so I command you to panoramic view. Look, I'll make it all manageable. Pick and choose, sit and lose, all you different crews, chicks and dudes. That is Gorillaz, with a Z, and the song is called Clint Eastwood. Yep. Yeah. I knew you would get it. Uh, that is one of the best videos to watch when you're really, really stoned. So do you know what drug that song's about? Uh, with a sunshine in a bag? Mm-hmm. Is that about like ecstasy? I think it's about ketamine. Oh, okay. A little horse tranquilizer. Good. Good. That's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Let me call my mom about that one. Uh, all right. Here is your next song. That is a chandelier by Sia. Thank you. Well done. That's two points. Hey. That is such a depressing song. It is, but oh, she's so good. She's so great. But I hadn't really like paid attention to the song that much until somebody did it at karaoke and I saw the words up. Sometimes karaoke can really I did it at karaoke yeah. once. I think it might have been you actually that I saw it do it. And I was like, oh, that's a little dark little song there. Yeah, she has some some dark songs. Yeah, she's great though. That that voice is just woof. I like how she never shows her face. Yeah, yeah, she's a she's a mystery. I would definitely do that. Oh, if you were you if do- I had any sort of fame, yeah, I, I wouldn't want everybody to recognize me. That would be terrible. Yeah, just send you the checks. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can do that if I'm not famous, too. That's true. That's true. I will give everybody my address if you want to send me checks. We'll, go, we'll put her address at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Actually, no. Let's not <laughs> do that. I'll give you my PayPal. <laughs> Number three. 
Oh, that's an era of music that I do not miss. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first band that came to mind that sounded like that, that kind of went between the, that, that, and I'm not guessing this, but has that incubus, like I'm going to be soft for a little while and then get kind of loud and screamy, but the, the voice was a little too screamy for incubus. Yeah. So who else was in that era? I'm going to go with, and I have a song from that era too for you. So oh, this is going to be fun. Is it Chevelle? No. Ugh. Okay. I, oh, I only know them for this song. Okay. But the song, what do you have a uh, song title guess? Well, give me, uh, I'm for, for, give you. no, 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 I'm just saying for no, for no <laughs> points, give me the artist and I'll see if I can, Oh, okay. but it won't be for any it's points. It's called Smile Empty Soul. Oh, that's the that's the song or the that's out, the band. The band is called Smile Empty Soul. <laughs> yeah, stupid. Hey, early two thousands, we don't miss you. <laughs> Get the hell out of here! <laughs> and what's the song called? I've never heard it's of Smile Empty Soul. Bottom of a bottle. Okay, Smile. It's, if you are this our listeners like... out there, Smile Empty Soul, we're sorry, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is like when I was like graduating high school. Oh, yeah. Like this was. All the music and it was just awful. Yeah, go back and watch like movie trailers from that era, and every one of them (laughs) is like, (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah, like disturbed. Yeah, yeah. Every like, how many times can you hear uh, the bodies hitting the floor? Hit the bodies hit the floor. Hit the bodies hit the floor. All right, I think I think your I think your next song is from that era too. Let's see if this what this one is. High school, you're at the kegger. I know, I know all the words to that song. <laughs> I well, then you should get the title because it's in there I'm somewhere. To remember. Mm, I totally don't remember what it was either. Is it called You're Gone? It isn't. Uh, I'll give you the title, and you can do a free guess for the uh, band, too. Okay. The title of the song is My Own Worst Enemy. Mm. I don't know. Eve Six? No. Uh, the band also has kind of a, a alcoholic name. They're called Lit. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. <sighs> Boo. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry. Well, we are just... We both missed the first one completely. Yeah, right. Then we both got the two points on the second one. Sure. And the third one we both missed completely. All right. So we're so we're we're so even. We're so evenly matched here. All right. Give me the next one. All right. And when I I gotta get ready. I think you're gonna get this one. As you complain the scene, I felt the joy and I learned about the pain that my mama said. All right, I'm going to go with my first guess. Is that one toke over the line? Mm-hmm. 
And that is Brewer and Shipley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one toke over the line, sweet Jesus. Stupid song. Yeah, yeah. That's a bad one. <laughs> Brewer and Shipley. I was reading their, uh, an interview with them, and it said they must have been one toke over the line when they wrote that song. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the one? Yeah. Uh, all right. Here is your fourth one. Okay, it's the Beastie Boys. It is. Is it Brass Monkey? That Funky Monkey. You got it. So, speaking of drugs. Yes. I'm going tonight to see Weedini. Oh, right. Weedini. Oh, I want full reports for the next podcast. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. I've seen him before, and I imagine it's going to be like the same show. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know if I'm going to smoke or not, though. I feel like I have to. I would almost think it's a prerequisite. I would almost think that he'd be outside before, like, hotboxing people out in the parking lot. <laughs> well, he definitely is smoking himself, I bet. He smokes at, like, halftime during trivia. Oh, God. I could never do that. I couldn't that. do that either. Was well, that get- my last one? Uh, I have one more for you. Do you have one more for me? Yeah, I have one All right, here we go. Here's your last one. This one's going to be hard, uh, but I do love the song. Wait, did I go last or did you go last? You just did. One I just played Brass Monkey for you, so it's your, it's okay, your turn. So this Sorry. is your last. Okay. Wait, did we skip an order or something? I don't know. Whatever. We are so high right oh now. Oh, my God. We are <laughs> flying. I can hear the colors, man. <laughs> hear the colors. Okay. Well, it sounds like Toby Keith, so I'm going to guess Toby Keith. It is Toby. And he has a song, and it's not that song. Where he talks about how he's never going to smoke weed with Willie Nelson again. Oh, really? But that's not this song. <laughs> I don't know the name of that song. Um, so you're going to have to tell me. It's called Wacky Tobacco. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Oh, man. Toby. Uh, all right. Here's your last one. And again, uh, going to be tough. But let's see if you can get it from the context clues. Oh, man. Okay. You won't let me in. I've got a few pennies. I'm going to buy myself a bottle of gin. And then I'm going to call my buddy on the telephone and say. I don't know. Do you want to get drunk today? <laughs> well, uh, yes. But what do you think the title of the song is? That's what I think. Um, no. Do you know the artist? Get a point for the artist. I don't know. Well, who does it sound like? A blues singer. Sure. So guess one. B.B. King. Okay. 
It's not BB King. I didn't think it was. Yeah. But you made me guess. <laughs> it is Ray Charles. Oh, yeah. And the song is called Let's Go Get Stoned. That doesn't even rhyme with say. <laughs> well, the last line of the, he says is, I'm going to call my buddy on the telephone and say, oh, let's okay. go get stoned. That- it doesn't really rhyme either, but it works enough. All right. Uh, back Ray. in the back in the day when stoned didn't mean getting high, it meant getting drunk. That fucker just made me lose the game. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ray. <laughs> Ray, Ray, she's not mad at you. She's more mad at herself. All right. What was the final score? Um. Okay. I got four on the audio, right? You got. Four on the audio. That's right. And because you got one extra point for Toby Keith, you have nine and I got eight. Oh. As the total. All right. So for the, I've gained one point on you in the, uh, in the season standings. Yeah. So I'm inching my way back. You are the trivia master of February. I'm the best around. <laughs> gonna bring me down. Um, all right. I'm not worthy. <laughs> You're worthy. Um, all right. Before we get out of here, remind people where you host your quizzes. Tuesdays at Fitzgerald and Ballard. Wednesdays, the Bluegrass in Georgetown. Thursdays, Pono Ranch in Ballard. I am Mondays at the Skylark in West Seattle. Tuesdays at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Wednesdays at the Berliner in Renton and Thursdays at the local 907 in Renton. You can also go play with cats at the Bison Creek Pizza. That's a person, not a cat. Uh, <laughs> sounded kind of strange, Aww. but yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're trying to get a, uh, we're trying to get a, a, a cat to host one of our nights, but, uh, I'm the closest you're going to yes, get. Yes, exactly. So yes, cat at Bison Creek on Tuesdays. And then Jason at Murphy's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's in Wallingford. And all of them are free to play. There's lots of prizes. And you should go. And again, tournament players, you have now uh, exactly four weeks to qualify for the game, the finals. So get out there and play. And good luck to everybody. Um, I think that's all we got today. Monica, have a wonderful time at Weedini tonight. I will, thank you. Yes, I will get a full report uh, if you can remember anything that happens. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for downloading and listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial.